0: Now it is time, now it
1: is time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Character Combine Character. Welcome to the Character Combine podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto.
2: Hi, and I'm Deb McCollum.
1: And we are back again, and uh, we're not alone this time. last few we've done by ourselves, but we decided to bring back a a very special guest. And uh, this time, I feel like it would be appropriate for Deb to introduce her.
2: Thank you. Yes, emphasis on the special. This lady sitting in front of me, we are so honored to have here on the podcast show today. I had the privilege of coaching with her for five years. I've learned a lot from her. I think everybody should know this lady i think she already knows everyone and everyone already knows her <laughs> that's probably true yeah that's too funny yeah she's well known around the community can't say enough great things about her um so we're gonna get this going and start asking her some questions mary Jo, thank you so so much for being on here today well you're
0: welcome thank you for having me yeah
2: of course i call her coachy so it's it's between her and i so at various times i might say coachy now that's okay and ask her a question okay perfect because
1: you guys you guys are that tight so coach i do have yeah. to ask you so i don't know deb that well, and you can turn your mic off deb oh. do i have a problem here or is this a good like podcasting partner this you is can be great. honest no, okay this is perfect okay i just no, wanted to make i wanted to make wonderful. sure <laughs> she was recommended by my sister and wife so i feel like i figured yes. it was pretty good but i wanted you to ask picked a good one okay good a very right. good
0: one Whew, I was yes. Ill, okay come I back on deb okay. yeah thank you <laughs> good so
1: I, i'm not really sure where to start because we have a lot of questions for you um you know, obviously, your record and your resume speaks for itself, and it's really, it's really impressive. And I'm sure you hear that a lot, but I'm going to say it again because I don't know you as well. And um, I'm just really excited to have you here. And can I, if I can start it off, yeah, I have a question that's been that's it. been killing me since I did some research on you, and I was talking to Deb. And the one thing that I, I have to know is when did you? Because we want to get into when you started coaching and all of that. Right. But when did you start the marble thing? I love that.
0: Wow. Well, I think I I thought a lot about this, and I think I started the marbles back when I coached at Elk Grove High School. I was trying to come up with some kind of a tangible something to give to the girls when we would win a game. Mm -hmm. And so I really racked my brain about what could I give them. And I thought, well, you know what? We're going to play for all the marbles. And so that's where the idea of the marbles came up. And at first, I would just go out and just buy bags of marbles. Okay. And so that's what I would do, is just buy bags of marbles. And it didn't matter what color they were or anything like that. And I would just hand out a marble after we would win a game. And then I decided that I would start making up stories about where the marbles came from. And so I would make up stories that I would travel to different places and find these marbles, and then I would give them their marble. Okay. Well, at one point, I actually found a marble company where I could purchase specific color marbles. Ah, okay. And so now what I try to do is, prior to the season, I look up all of the team colors of the teams that were going to win, and I purchase marbles as close to the team colors as I can so that when and if... And when we (laughs) defeat that team, (laughs) I will give the player a marble of the color of that team. And uh, so I just keep reminding them that we play for all the marbles. And actually, I hear from a lot of the alumni that they still have their marbles.
1: Wow, that that's they awesome. they save them. Yeah. That's very cool. I love that idea. And that's, like I said, I know we jumped out of order and we have a ton of other questions that we should have asked yeah. first, but I, I couldn't help myself because I thought that was such a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And I liked, in the, I forgot, I, I wish I could give credit to the article I read. I think it was the Elk Grove something. Citizen. Citizen, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying, I think you made mention how you bought a lot of marbles over the years. I have
0: bought <laughs> thousands <laughs> of marbles. And then, of course, at playoffs, mm. if we win the big game, I have a big marble that I give them.
1: That's awesome. That's my favorite. Mm -hmm. So some company out there is really thankful that you win all these games. Yes. (laughs) yes, That's awesome. The
0: shipping cost is a little bit on the high side (laughs) because of the weight of all the marbles.
1: Oh, I bet. Uh, They've got to help you out somehow. Yes. If you guys are listening to this, definitely help Mary Jo out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The girls love it, though. They look forward to it. Yeah. And the coaches. We look forward to it, too, as well.
1: Yeah. That's cool. And I I love the fact that they come back and they say, hey, coach, we still have... All these marbles that you gave us. So, yeah. I mean, it really shows how much influence you have and how much it really sticks with them. So that's a great idea. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so okay, now we'll, now we can go back in order. Yeah. Now back in order of how we should have asked these questions. Uh, when did you start coaching, and where?
0: I actually started coaching in my 20s, uh, back in Michigan, in the uh, early 70s, right after college. Um, I coached not only at the high school level, but also in the summer. Um, I was asked to help coach a summer team that was more like a rec softball, but I also coached high school basketball, high school volleyball, and also high school softball. Wow! And so back in those days, they would ask teachers to do it all. Mm -hmm. I was a Spanish teacher and also a PE teacher, but most of my teaching career was in Spanish, yeah. but I even coached um, middle school boys basketball one year. Okay. Because I was the athletic director in a small private school in Flint, Michigan, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get anybody to coach the team. And since I had been a basketball coach, I thought I might as well do it, so I did. Yes. And it was a lot of fun, nice. I learned a lot. Wow, okay.
1: <laughs> that's. Um... You see, you're busy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I was very busy. Oh, man.
1: Very busy. OK. Yeah,
2: that's awesome. So, coachy, why did you, so we, so we just found out when and where. So can you tell us, like, why did you start wanting to coach?
0: You know, when I was young, we there wasn't Title IX, and so there weren't a lot of opportunities for young women in right. high school. Mm-hmm. We only had girls' basketball. Mm-hmm. And back then, you had a boys' gym and a girls' gym. And the boys' gym was big, and the girls' gym mm. was small. Mm-hmm. And we had a PE teacher who was a single mom who gave up a lot of her time uh, to the young women. And um, she just she would coach us in the summer in softball and drive us all over the place in a uh, station wagon. And we would play against other towns that had softball teams. And so that's how I learned to play softball, was from her. And she dedicated her life to us, mm-hmm. really. And she also was our PE teacher and coached us in basketball. And she really taught me the, the love of the game, mm-hmm. not just basketball, but also softball, and taught me about being a great teammate. Mm-hmm. And so basically... I wanted to coach because I wanted to give back like she had given to me and and taught me the importance of sports and just it, it gave me so much in my life and she gave me so much in my life that I felt like I needed to give back you know she had sacrificed so much mm-hmm. you know being a single mom back then mm-hmm. You know, there weren't a lot. Right. Yeah, no, that's and, incredible. And uh, her husband had passed away, mm. and she was raising two kids on her own, on a teacher salary, which, you know, teacher salaries aren't that aren't that great. They mm-hmm. were even worse back then. Right. Um, and I just, you know, wanted to do something, you know, in her honor, and also to do something for the kids. Mm.
1: Yeah. And that's awesome. that's awesome. And that's something we've talked about in previous episodes. And, and the reason why Character Combine exists is because <laughs> we believe in the power of coaching and we believe mm-hmm. in the, the influence of coaches. And something we talk about a lot is you have a, you might have an athlete. So starting in high school, they're there their freshman year and then they, you know, play four years and then they're gone. Right. But a coach as yourself, because how many years have you coached?
0: I've coached over 40 years. Wow, wow. so
1: 40 years, yeah. and then at, at Sheldon, how many years have you been?
0: 22, this is my 22nd year.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, so that's that's what's so crazy about coaching right. is when you have a coach like yourself who has a love for the game and a love for the kids and has mm-hmm. and a love for coaching and is there for that many years, you see a lot of athletes and a lot of you know right. people yeah. come through and you have right. this incredible influence on them. And that's why we, we talk about how important coaching is because athletes are there for four years, but mm-hmm. you guys are there potentially for much longer. And so right. that's just really amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and I think it's just important, you know, athletes or not, you want them to be good people. Mm-hmm. And yes. that's why you're really there, mm-hmm. is you want to teach them about right and wrong. Right. You want to teach them to make good choices. Mm-hmm. You want to teach them to focus on the little things, because mm-hmm. the big things are going to happen if they do focus on the little things. Right. Right. You Absolutely. know, and academics. Academics right. is so important. Um, and so that's a big reason that I coach because I know that I can impact the other side,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not just the
2: athletic side.
1: Right. The whole the right. whole person, the whole right. athlete. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. Right. I love that.
2: Right. Yeah. I'm, I've seen her. Sit, ha- I've seen you do several speeches in front of the girls, just mm-hmm. like what you just said just now. And I have to I mean, even just for me, just watching her, watching you, I, it, I've even applied that to my own life. Sometimes I'll tell myself, take care of the little things. Come on. <laughs> and, right. the, and the big things, right. but, you know. And so it definitely, I yeah, it, it's made an influence on me as well. Right. So anyway, I just got to throw that No, out no, there. That's, a good, that's
1: a good point, though. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay there for yeah, just a yeah. second because that's true because we always talk about coaching in the sense that you guys have an influence on the athletes. But really, you are, you're having an influence on your assistant coaches. You're having a, an influence on the parents of the athletes mm-hmm. because you're sending them home better than they were when they came in. And mm-hmm. so they're probably thankful for it. Right. And yeah. so – that, that's something I had never really thought about, but you are really affecting more than just the athletes on the field. You're affecting anybody that's affecting, affected by their lives too, which is pretty, right. pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So right. yeah. yeah, it sounds like Deb's been a, a beneficiary of that, so, which is awesome. Oh Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she has told yeah. me about your speeches before the, like, before practices and games too. Okay. And then she has to, she was saying she has to follow
2: that. Yeah. Like for, <laughs> I was telling in a previous episode and I was telling Josh before strength and conditioning, before we started conditioning this year, how you came in and, you know, you gave your speech of what you expect of the girls and what you expect, you know, for the program, this is why we're doing, it. and then you leave, and then I'm like, okay, now i got to follow that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Here right, I am. Set the bar high. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> pretty you mu- can do it. Pretty much repeated what you said. <laughs> and I right. was just like, okay, okay whatever, coach. That's right. awesome. Well, so, so yeah, so you've been at Sheldon since the school opened. Correct. Essentially. And Correct. Been coaching ever since, so 22 years. I, know. A, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Right? Yeah, and oh. I don't know mm-hmm. anyone, I mean – I know, I guess I don't know a lot of people but but I don't I don't know anyone that has been coaching for that long at a school for that like that dedication year after year after year and I know some years weren't easy it's not it's not easy it's never easy am I right coachy
0: you're right oh there are gosh. some years where I thought it could be close to being over <laughs> but you know you you have those breaks where right. you can kind of rejuvenate and yeah you know, right. catch a breath, catch a breather, yeah. go to the beach, Yeah, relax. <laughs> right. you know, yeah. relax, play a little That's golf great. and oh, then go. come That's back good. and, uh, and do it again.
2: That's awesome. Now that right. was going to be my next question is how are you, how are you able to sustain your energy and passion for coaching? Well, you know,
0: I don't sustain. coach year round, right. which helps. Right. Um, and I made that decision when I first moved to California, mm-hmm. uh, I, tried coaching year-round one year and realized at that point that if I was going to be an effective high school coach that I didn't need to go into that rat race race, that I would do a better job and last longer if I coached high school ball Hmm. and then brought assistants on who had that travel ball experience Hmm. and could bring all of those positive qualities that they bring to the game, right. um, all of the new knowledge that comes with travel ball. And so I brought travel ball coaches into the program, which really help uh, the competitive level of our high school program. Right. Um, and so I take breaks. I go to the beach every summer. I go back to Michigan and visit my family. Um, and I play golf, which is good for me even though I'm not very good at it <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's a very good yeah. head, like head game yeah, more than anything yeah, right. and it's yeah. all about you yeah. and yeah. the course yeah. and yeah. you don't rely on anybody else right. so that's a good thing yeah. but um I those kinds of breaks and and I stay at it because I have great assistants mm-hmm. and when you have great assistants like you um, you want to continue um, because it's those relationships that uh, motivate you and keep you young. Mm-hmm. Um, those relationships are friends, you know they become your friends, and I think that helps keep me at it year after year after year yeah,
1: yeah that well, that makes sense it makes a yeah. lot of sense and so obviously you've been there, you've been doing it at Sheldon for a long time, mm-hmm. so You've seen a lot of, you've probably seen a lot of things, some crazy, some really special things. Do you have a, a specific, like a favorite memory of coaching? You know. It's kind of a big question. It's kind of a tough one. Yeah,
0: it is. And and I've thought a lot about it. I, one of the memories that's special is probably um, a section championship that we won in 2002, the very first one, because we were a very, very young team. Mm-hmm. And we were going up against Alicia Halliwell, who was the mm-hmm. pitcher of all times mm-hmm. um, from Vacaville. Okay. Yeah. And, or was it Fairfield? Uh, Fairfield. Fairfield. Yeah, so right. Fairfield. Yeah, Fairfield. Yeah. Fairfield. yeah. 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 And, um, you know, she had won three section championships and was scheduled to win her fourth. And everybody just knew that they were going to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I had this scrappy little team and I had a great pitcher, a couple of great pitchers. And, uh, Nikki Singh Q, who went on to play at Sac City and then went on to play at Sac State, uh, was our pitcher at that time. And, and a bunch of other really good, good kids and good players too, Mm -hmm. um, really formed a tight bond and, uh we we worked really hard and they worked together and they competed well and they liked each other that's, that's and that made yeah. a big difference yeah. because you know teams that like each other really do compete yeah, well absolutely and uh, we ended up winning the last game of the section championship And our theme song that year was Ain't No Mountain High Enough.
1: Yeah. That seems appropriate.
0: And it was appropriate. And uh, for us to win that game, it was, you know, the little dog.
2: Yeah. Right. You know, beating the big dog. Right.
0: And so that was a very special moment. Right. I think, and that will probably, I'll remember that one for, for a long time. Not that every section championship hasn't been special. Sure. Right. I mean, I I, How
2: many of them have there been coachy? Eight. 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 <laughs> wow. Eight and pretty good
1: memories. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Eight e- exceptional memories.
1: Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Do you happen to remember the, the score of the, the first one?
0: No. Okay, I, was, I wasn't sure. I thought, I thought maybe. It, it, like was, a... it was close, though. Yeah. I okay. mean, we had to win by a uh, sneaky bunt, okay. and we mm-hmm. put it down to Alicia, and she overthrew to first base, and we mm-hmm. scored a run oh wow. wow so that's kind of a yeah it was an exciting yeah, ending absolutely right right
2: yeah. yeah um i've been i've been i've been lucky enough to be part of three of those our 3 Pete years right and those were amazing and i remember i forget which year it was i think it was 2016 we had a really dramatic ending too playing against tracy correct um i think jessica scott had that a throw, uh, home. throw home by macy by macy it was right macy fine right. it was super dramatic and it was mm-hmm. aw- it was awesome
0: yeah there yeah. was a throw from the outfield okay it was a cut and she threw it home and we got the runner out mm-hmm. and oh. it was just
2: amazing it, that was going to be the tying run and wow it was the bottom of the seventh. see yeah. I, I love Talk. stuff like that yeah. but right. it, it's fun
1: yeah. well i'll say this and you guys probably i think can agree it's fun yeah. after the fact when you win Mm-hmm. But in the moment it's like this is oh, the worst feeling ever so right. it's tense right yeah.
0: there's a lot of stress in softball Uh-oh. it's such yeah. a fast game
2: yeah
1: yeah, yes. well, yeah. When I started, so when I started dating my wife, my, my wife now, uh, I would watch some of her games, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's my first time really watching softball, right. and it really is just so fast and yeah. such a such a different thing mm-hmm. than baseball. Right. You know, what I mean, the, some of the right. ideas are the same, but the game and the the way you execute is way different. Right. Yeah. So I, that's why I stick with baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, softball definitely. would not be right. for me. I'm so not that fast. Like, <laughs> Love it.
2: Yeah. Um. So I guess. Um. Well, I guess our next quit. Well. Okay, what is the most, what would you say, coachie is the most difficult part about coaching?
0: Social media. Okay. Social media yeah. has really taken its toll on these young ladies, mm. um, and even me. I mean, we're glued to our phones. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we can't be without them. If we leave the house without them, we turn around and go home and get them. Right. right. Um, right. And,
2: it's like we're missing something.
0: And, <laughs> you know, when we go out to dinner with the team, we make them them away sure. and it's hard to even get the coaches to put theirs away um and I think with social media and how quickly it it is for a a young person to post something mm-hmm. and not be able to take it back yeah. right it makes it very difficult um you know there are uh you know Instagram, but then the students have their Finstagrams, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. are their fake Instagrams, and then their parents don't know about it. But we know about it. But we know <laughs> yeah. about it. And then yeah, there, are, how it goes. <laughs> there are other, you know, things that the kids can post on that I don't even know about anymore. <laughs> and it, it's just scary because it, some of the things that are said and uh, are just so inappropriate and just hurtful but a part of it is that they are so and we are as a society are so into our phones that we don't communicate like we used to Mm -hmm. and and it plays a part because they don't know how to talk about feelings they don't know how to uh talk on the field like they used to Mm -hmm. they don't know how to communicate uh like they used to, because they are only communicating with text, and text is not feeling. Mm. Right. Um, they're simply words. Right. And so I think that social media and um, the obsession with a phone is is really difficult. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I I think you know over the last probably five or six years here at the combine, that might be one of the the top three questions we get from coaches and and parents is how do you deal with the social media aspect, whether it's your athletes, um, posting things, you know, um, that they shouldn't be posting or saying things that they shouldn't be saying, or how do you as a coach deal with criticism? Because, you know, you have parents or, or people in the stands that are tweeting or sending stuff out right. as the game's going on, criticizing the players, criticizing the coaches, and it's like, man, this is crazy. These are right. these are high schoolers. Right. But they right. treat them just like professional athletes and then right. it creates this whole this right. whole mess.
0: Right. I try to talk to the parents and the athletes at our mandatory meeting in February that, you know, what they say is hurtful. Right. And you need to think about what you're going to post because if it's hurtful it doesn't belong in our program right -hmm. and so if they can think about that 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 would be really nice because uh it can also be embarrassing for them
1: oh yeah right well we've seen it especially you know the last however many years you know Mm -hmm. athletes are getting in trouble for stuff they say coaches are getting in trouble for things they say and and like you said once you put it out there Right. You can delete it if you want, but it's it's already out there, right?
0: And somebody's probably taken a screenshot. Exactly, right. so
1: it's 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 gone at that point, right. and it's and like you said, it can come back to you right. know kind of haunt you later, right? Um, so that's good. So since we're on kind of on that note, yeah. do you have some so other than just telling your players like so at a team dinner, no phones? Do you have any other right. tips for coaches and how to kind of deal with that aspect well, of the game? Well, make
0: sure that it's in the contract. That's, that's, I think, that's really important. Yeah, Yeah. make sure that it's in the contract. And make sure that you're constantly reminding them to be positive um, because that's that's important. You know, be positive in your words. Be positive in what you post. If you are posting, remind them, too, that there are many colleges that don't allow athletes to have social media. Mm
2: -hmm. Isn't it true true. that some colleges even uh, scope out their social media? Right. There are many
0: colleges mm -hmm. that have – assistant coaches that uh, go on social media with little fake you know accounts right. and they really try to scope out the social media of potential players right. and there are athletes that lose scholarships based on social media posts so right. they need to be very careful right because it happens weekly
2: right yeah, and I think sometimes they don't realize, and you know, they're they're teenagers still. So I think sometimes they don't realize that when they do post, whatever it may be inappropriate, that they're mm-hmm. representing that school that they are playing ball for. They're representing not only themselves but right. the school, the coaches, um, the rest of their team. Right. And so, you know, sometimes I think selfishly they post something dumb, right, <laughs> and then they don't think about it.
0: Yeah. And they sometimes. all jump on it. Yeah. I right. mean, if one person posts, then someone else jumps on it, and then right. someone else jumps on it, right. and then it becomes a big group thing. Mm-hmm. It's tough.
1: Right. Not not the kind of team bonding that you want. No. no. <laughs> you want to avoid that. Not at, <laughs> not at
0: all. all. Yeah. Right.
1: We could we could. I know we have more questions for you. We could talk about that forever because it, right. it is a really uh, a really prevalent thing right now. Right. Um, with and this it,
2: generation too. Especially with yeah. It, and right. yeah,
1: it's it's mm. tough. Well, I think even you know because we're we're similar oh. in age, mm-hmm. Deb, you and I, and I think even for coaches our age i've mm-hmm. seen some stuff it's like oh guys <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> what, what are we doing <laughs> right <laughs> don't right. do that and yeah. it's just right. like, you can't help it sometimes right. or you should be able to help but some people right. just can't do it right i know right. so yeah like i said we could
2: talk about that forever yeah. but <laughs> um well i mean just going piggybacking off of that because you know that has to do with their character and just who they are as people and what they post and you know, your speeches have a lot to do about character, you know, just Mm -hmm. be a good person, just being, I've heard you say so many times, be a good person above all else. Like you'll end a lot of your talks with the girls, be nice, be a good person, be Mm -hmm. nice to each other, you know, just love each other. So how, and this goes without saying, I know it's important to you, but how important is character development for your athletes? And I guess what would you, what advice would you give to a new head coach who's like stepping up to be a head coach or like how to deal with trying to help their athletes um, develop good character and and, to, and remember to focus on that instead of just the game itself
0: well I think they need to listen they need to make sure that they're listening and that they're really keeping their eyes open and not just drilling
2: mm-hmm. right. all the
0: time Right. they need to create opportunities where they're Um, listening to what the girls have to say Mm -hmm. I I think that's very important Um, you know the character is going to take them farther than any of their athletic abilities Mm -hmm. Uh, learning to work together our motto this year is be a great teammate Mm -hmm. not just be a good teammate but be a great teammate and all of what entails that is learning how to help each other learning how to um pick each other up um but hold each other accountable too um yes, that's a, that's in a good the one. classroom on the field coming to school on time mm-hmm. right. all of those characteristics mm-hmm. you know and hoping that it carries over with their families mm-hmm. um in terms of the parents being positive Mm -hmm. too um you know you have energy givers and energy suckers right and what i tell the kids is what do you want to be you know
2: right
0: are you hurt or are you injured are you hurting does something just hurt today or are you injured we need to know the difference but you need to be able to communicate that Right, and right. communication is important. Right. And going back to phones, they don't necessarily know how to communicate right. mm-hmm. because they
2: don't. Mm. Right. 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 That's true. Um, and so what other what other piece of Okay, if you could go back <coughs> in time to mm-hmm. yourself before you started coaching, before I mean, knowing everything that you know now, is there one big piece of advice that you could give to yourself? Yeah,
0: I would have been a better listener Mm. Back then, mm. coaches were a little more hard. Sure, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think you so. You know, run until I like you again. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, I'd be in me, trouble. Give me ten. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, yeah, know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of that, but I think you got to be a good listener, and I think that's what I'm better at now than I was before. Okay. And you still need to have your bottom line you need to have your parameters, they need to know that, they need to know there's a bottom line. They, they want a bottom line.
2: Right.
0: They, mm-hmm. they wanna know that there are parameters, that right. there are guidelines, and that it's going to be applicable to everyone. Sure. Mm. They wanna know that. Right. Um, but listening is crucial because they wanna know you care. Right. More than anything, and if they know you you care, you really care, and you're not just paying lip service, they'll run through a wall for you. Mm-hmm. They really will. Yeah, and and they know if it's fake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They know yeah. if it's fake. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think that if you're in coaching just to coach the skill, mm-hmm. that's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to be coaching because it's a passion, Mm -hmm. because you want to give back, because you know that someone helped you. Mm -hmm. You need to be wanting to help the next generation, because there are fewer and fewer of us, Mm -hmm. because of the pressures, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Mm -hmm. There are more and more pressures, not just to win, but to do more, Mm -hmm. uh, to become, accredited, Mm -hmm. to get cleared to coach, Mm -hmm. to take care of the fields, Mm -hmm. to do all of those things. Mm -hmm. And because of that, fewer people are staying in Mm -hmm. coaching, Mm -hmm. Uh, more pressure from parents because of the whole idea that everyone can get a scholarship, (laughs) which is really not... True. Not everyone can get a scholarship, right. but everyone can gain a great experience by playing athletics or by being an athlete in high school.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um, there are things to learn. Uh, so. Yeah. Wow. Well,
1: no, that's something that's that good. we've. No, that's awesome because that's something we've talked about in previous episodes mm-hmm. about, um, you know, no matter what, no matter what level of athlete you are on a team. There's always something to learn if you have a really solid coach that's teaching those life lessons and, and mm-hmm. teaching hard work and character and all of that, even if you have someone that's not playing versus right. someone who's you know at a high level athlete who's going to get a scholarship to some major college, both athletes can learn and yeah, it's yeah. you know and I think if a coaches understand that it's it's really gonna benefit them because right. I think sometimes you have coaches that wanna focus all on the high profile athlete. Right. And completely forgetting it's like, no no, you're you're coaching an entire team. Correct. Right. And Correct. so um, no that's awesome. And I, I, I did have one thought I was gonna ask you because obviously, like you said, a lot of pressures, a lot of things you're dealing with and trying to get to know each athlete and show them that you care. I'm sure over your you know, all of these twenty two years of coaching at Sheldon Without saying names, you probably had some athletes that started off maybe a little bit more stubborn, and mm-hmm. then by the end of the season, because you kept kept caring, you kept you know doing the right thing, you kept instilling this idea of character and all that, you probably saw them kind of break down at the end of the season, right
0: sometimes sometimes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes. and then you know, I can't say I was always a success sure it's mm-hmm. you can't but, be right you know, yeah, I've seen that happen yeah. where you just finally reach a kid mm-hmm. and you know and it works
1: and that's got to be just a really rewarding it feeling. is it's
0: right. very rewarding it's especially rewarding when they come back right, right. I mean I yeah. think that's the ultimate is when you hear from a former player yeah. or a former student right you know that that you actually had an impact on them or made a difference right uh, that's that keeps me coming back too, yeah. because I know that I still have some abilities. I'm not ready to to hang up my uh, my cleats yet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry every other softball team out in Sacramento you yeah. <laughs> to deal with Sheldon. She's not done. She's not done yet,
2: not so yet. good luck out there. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and Will, and you've had players um, go on to play on the USA softball right. team. Right, yes play professional. Lindsay and
0: Ziegenhurt and Jolene Henderson mm-hmm. both played for the U.S. team. Yeah. Oh,
1: Jolene, I, I went to school with her. Great. At Casa.
0: Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope that's... No, yeah. Jolene went to Sheldon.
1: Never mind. No, <laughs> I'm going <gonna, laughs> to cut that out. Never mind. <laughs> Just kidding. It's okay, though. I didn't really... The girl I, I was thinking of, I didn't really know her, so... <laughs> Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut that out. Okay, yeah, we'll Josh. cut that out. That was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. He was like, "Oh, we have a common connection." No, nope, not at all. Just, <laughs> that's okay. Just Deb. We'll pretend. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> um, well, Coach, Coach, you have um, alumni games where you have once once a year. It's a home game, and right. then you have players, alumni come back, and then and it's usually a pretty good turnout. Right. When they come back and they bring their kids. Right. And that's a <laughs> lot awesome. of fun.
0: We have an alumni day. Yeah. And once a year, we designate a, a game where the alumni will come back and we feed them and we get them a T-shirt and try to get as many back as we can. And this year, it's actually oh, cool. on a Saturday. So uh, we're hoping to get a few more back.
1: Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. 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 So how many people typically attend?
0: Uh, anywhere from... 10 to 15
1: that's a, that's a pretty which, good number
0: you know considering a lot of them are in college right. and some of them have moved away yeah. we're hoping to get more this year since okay. it's on a saturday okay
2: can you remember the date off the top of your head right now
0: march 2nd i believe
2: march 2nd it's
0: either march 2nd or march 3rd okay. Wh- whichever, is, whichever the is the saturday okay okay
2: yeah okay. alumni
0: yeah at noon
2: at noon at, noon. at, at, sheldon. Okay. at, sheldon. at sheldon at noon yeah come out to the alumni game yeah. yeah this is an ad yeah that's that's, that's <laughs> perfect Absolutely. no it's those an are ad. those march, are fun it's march 2nd march, march 2nd okay I march 2nd
1: if you guys yeah. want to check out some good softball <laughs>
2: yeah so yeah. no those are Would those are always fun to games. see everybody who do you guys play
0: oh who knows Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter oh it's whitney gonna be we game. play whitney, oh, whitney. yeah okay. that'll good. be a good game okay
2: all right, come out yeah. to Sheldon High School on March 2nd. March 2nd. Really alumni game. Yeah. Any alumni listening right now, you better be there. Yeah, there. that um, would be great. Yeah. So you talked about um, just spending time for you mm-hmm. and, you know, playing golf and making sure you get away. And it sounds like you have a pretty good balance mm-hmm. for yourself. And that was one of, we talked about it on one of our previous episodes about how can coaches find time for them so that they don't get so burnt out so fast and you know and so we were trying to give some advice in terms of like for me for me personally it would be like working out Right. And for someone else, it could be, you know, like go play golf or right. go to mm-hmm. a spa or go read a book mm-hmm. or go spend time with uh, your family far away right. or go spend time alone, I don't know, sit on the floor, whatever you need right. to do, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I'm glad you talked about that earlier because that was going to be one of our questions is, is how do you spend time for you? And I'm sure it's maybe taken you lots of trial and error over the years to try to find a balance. It has. Yeah. And
0: I walk my dog every day. Yeah. Okay. And that is very nice to do.
1: That's a that's a good that's a good yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It is
0: nice. That's good. And uh, you know, I make phone calls to certain people on a daily basis, good. friends back east. Yeah. And just connect with them and mm-hmm. I call my sisters every day. Oh, and they're good. back oh, east. Cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. so we make sure that we have that connection. That's good. You know, family's important. Yeah.
1: I know. I agree. That's I agree. Good. So that's yeah, so that's good. because We didn't really talk about that too much when we talked about how coaches can help take care of themselves. We talked a lot about what a coach can do themselves Mm -hmm. but uh surrounding yourself with awesome people that make you better and give you life and that's what i do yeah that's what it sounds like especially Mm -hmm. if you have daily phone calls with people it's like (laughs) okay that's that's huge that's important right yeah Yeah. um
2: keeps you at a good place it does a a healthy a good Mm -hmm. place mentally that's good yeah
1: yeah because we we've talked a lot about how just difficult the coaching Mm. you know the coaching road is and it's a lot of time and all for all the reasons you mentioned earlier it's a lot you have to take care of it is
0: it is and and the thing is you know you you want to win every game that you play right I mean don't get me wrong we we talk a lot about you know character and those Mm -hmm. things and you don't want to take away from the fact that when you step on the field you Mm -hmm. expect to win the game that you're playing and so there is a lot of pressure Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and at Sheldon because we've won Mm -hmm. everybody expects us to win right And, you know, every year you've got a, a new group right. um, and you hope that you can stay at that top level mm-hmm. every year. So there is a lot of pressure, right. you know, and most of it's internal. Uh, some of it's external mm-hmm. because you hear from people saying, well, so how good are you going to be this year? Right. <laughs> and it's like, sure. well, you don't know until you step on the field and and uh, you know for example this year we have pretty much almost a a brand new infield in terms of players Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because of graduates Mm -hmm. and shifting around of players and and those things and so when people say are you going to be as good as previous years it's like tongue in cheek well we're going to give it our best we shot. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> you know, we're going to try to win every game that we play. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's all you I can bought use. all those marbles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. right. You have marbles to hand
2: out. You got to yeah, pass absolutely. them out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um Keep reminding them, yeah. Well, yeah.
1: So we're we're kind of up against it as far as time. Um did, uh, Deb, do you have any other final questions?
2: I mean, I could t- I could ask coaching questions for days. I think I think I, I, I could know. too. So we don't, Yeah, <laughs> we I think be we might have to have time. you back again later okay. on another episode. Whenever, yeah, absolutely, yeah. awesome. Anytime. Um, yeah, we
1: we appreciate your time for sure. And for me, it was just an honor and a privilege oh, to have you, you. here yeah. because, um, like I said, your your reputation and your resume is is pretty impressive. And so. um, you know we're just excited to have someone of your caliber in here and to share the share your thoughts about both coaching, character and just life in general. It was really cool. So thank you yeah. so much.
0: Well, thank you for having yeah, me. This was you. fun. You're thank welcome. you, coach. Okay. We appreciate thank it. Thank you, Coaching. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs>